Hello and welcome to the new season of Your Voice Matters podcast. The topic of this fifth season is Voice Your Value. If you want a leader, a business owner, an expert or an entrepreneur, this season is for you. We are going to cover the importance of voicing your value in different contexts, such as in-person events, online meetings, presentations, social media, job interviews, networking, and even negotiations. I'm going to interview different entrepreneurs, experts, and coaches to give you new perspectives and insights on how to communicate with more clarity, confidence, credibility, both in your professional and personal life. I hope you enjoy the podcast and stay tuned for new ways to truly voice your value. Hello, today I will interview Daniela Simão. She's a board member at the Central Bank of Angola, specialist in audit, governance and financial markets. Her mission is to create value for organizations through the transformation of chaos into a competitive advantage. Nominated for the 2022 Global Startup Mentor Awards by the Founder Institute, she mentors and advises entrepreneurs in the topics related to corporate governance and funding for startups. Curiosity, it's her greatest talent. I really love that. Welcome to this episode, Daniela. Hi, Ines. Thank you very much uh, to invite me to be here with you. It's a, a, a honor for me. Uh, this is my first podcast, in fact, so I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, and it's a, it's a pleasure for me to, to have a chat with you. Um, it's uh, not usual, I would say, uh, to for people to know a little bit more about what's uh, a governance specialist. So can you tell us a bit about your, a little bit about your background? Uh, yes, my background, I'm graduate in management and uh, I also uh, have a master in accounting, tax and finance corporate. Mm-hmm. So you are good with numbers, I would say. Um, not so much. In fact, maths was not my favorite subject, but I learned how to love it, you know, uh, because uh, maths uh, are in everywhere. It's in everywhere. So we cannot avoid it. How did it start? Your passion for this area. So when did you realize that you wanted to be an audit and specialist on, in this area? Uh, it was because of curiosity. Uh, audit uh, helped me to fulfill my passion, that is curiosity and understand the companies. So uh, uh, I started with uh, uh, accounting, but uh, then I feel like it was very stressful for me and it uh, didn't help me to um, to fulfill my curiosity and uh, go furthermore than uh, um, you know book bookkeeping you know records mm-hmm. uh, I I felt that I need more you needed so another was, challenge <laughs> I did uh, yeah I feel that I need another challenge Yes. And I'm curious because you have in your in your LinkedIn uh, header that you help um to you help people to transform chaos into a competitive advantage. So tell me more about that. I was curious when I when I saw that. I love organization. 
So for me, chaos is a state of disorder and confusion. And uh, I really love uh, solve problem, uh, you know, find solution when I'm uh, when I'm facing chaos. So it's uh, also related to the ability to create something new or to transform something that people ignore or something that make people become stressed and uh, transform it in something good, something mm -hmm. really valuable. Mm -hmm. And positive in, in, a, in a way. Um, so tell us a little bit about, um, so I I have been uh, in contact with also uh, with Angola for, for a long time, but there's a, a very innovative uh, environment there. Many startups are, you know, coming up, are, you know, growing. Um, the market is, is also growing. And I know that you like entrepreneurship, right? I mean, there's, you, you mentor people that are in startups or starting their company. And and what about the passion about entrepreneurship? When where does it come from? It's came from curiosity, you know, create creativity, uh, understand uh, what move uh, entrepreneurs to to start the the journey of entrepreneurship uh, because uh, it's painful and uh, it's hard. You must be very resilient. You must be very bold uh, to to accept and uh, to embrace this journey. So I'm very curious to understand entrepreneurs' uh, minders, mindset and ideas because it's also for me an opportunity to to understand what is happening uh, in the economic uh, sector. Uh, not only in startup, but uh, creativity and also how Angolan youth are embracing the digital era. Mm -hmm. And they are indeed embracing it. I remember in one of our sessions, you told me that um, you have this example of someone that was transforming chaos into, I would say, competitive advantage. Uh, remember the cell phones? I don't remember uh, the startup that transformed uh, old, you know, gear, old tech uh, stuff into something meaningful. Can you give us an example of how is this, you know, one startup of Angola that has this brilliant idea, I think, in terms of, of circular economy and so on? Yeah, uh, the company uh, calls uh, Naritrek, and uh, it, it, they have a, a beautiful story because uh, we are the third country from uh, Portuguese official language that uh, have a lot of uh, electronic uh, uh, garbage. So um, from cell phones, laptops, and we don't do anything with that. And, uh, you know, he, he found the idea of transform this garbage in something new. Uh, what he, he company does is like, uh, use the old pieces, electronic pieces and, uh, transform it in order to be able to, to, to go again to the industry, electronic mm -hmm. industry. But uh, his company also helped uh, 
children in a school that doesn't have access to laptops, to have a laptop, uh, a computer. And uh, in order to help these young kids to be uh, digital, uh, to have digital literacy. Mm -hmm. That's so, it's, so important. Yeah. Yeah, it's important and it's also amazing because uh, uh, it's uh, is company is creating value, yeah. is creating value in this area that we are uh, focused uh, to. It, we are focused uh, uh, in order to fight uh, climate change. We are focused in order to give more education to children and women, and he gives this the first step with the garbage yeah and you must be proud of your mentees uh because you know you are, you are you are mentoring them you are inspiring them but also helping them to voice their value which i personally like i think we share this this concept of value um in your way and in my way um so how do you help these entrepreneurs to uh access to the best practices to attract investment uh what do you teach them can you tell us some some tricks <laughs> oh yes of course uh i teach them that uh, trust is everything mm -hmm. and uh, trust can be created and uh, trust create value among customers and stakeholders because uh Even if you have a company, company inside companies we have people, and the, these people have values. So we must uh, deep understand and know the value of the startup, the value of the team, the value of customers, and also the value of stakeholders. And uh, I, I'm going, I'm going to share with you some five. Uh, examples that mm -hmm. things that I teach to them but also I teach them that they can benefit from uh, corporate governance practice mm -hmm. and adapt it to their startup stage uh, so some of them when I start to talk about corporate governments they start to become afraid because they felt like oh no she's talking about bureaucracy And I say to them, no, it's about create strong foundations uh, of value for the company to be sustainable uh, during the journey of growth. And let me share with you something that I teach exactly. Mm -hmm. I, Please, I let's teach, hear. <laughs> I teach them that uh, they must study their failure because failure gives us the opportunity to learn and also improve. Sometimes mm -hmm. people be, hate failure and became afraid of failure, uh, but uh, there is also opportunity uh, around failure. Mm -hmm. It's feedback, right? I mean, it's, it's because it didn't work yet. So it's feedback that you can analyze and see what's, what's behind that. So yeah. I like that. Many <laughs> yeah, many companies are... Uh, Big one companies like Google and iPhone because they learned from failure. Mm -hmm. And second one that I teach to Minty is that, is that they need to adapt 
their mindset during the day journey, entrepreneurship journey, because it's not easy. And sometimes we need, they need to be like water. Uh, you know, uh, uh, let me share why I say they need to be like water because Bruce Lee uh, once said that uh, we need to be like water. If you are in a, we need to be like water in a cup, water in a bottle. So we need to to have a mindset that adapt to and, the context. And that it's and that it's fluid. I mean, exactly. Yeah, um, and that is fluid. The third one, I teach them that they must be bold because, uh, as I said, it's a painful uh, journey. So they must be bold and resilient. Mm -hmm. But to be bold and resilient, to be bold and resilient, we cannot, uh, you cannot walk alone. So you must always have a mentor or an advisor in order to share your pains and get motivation. Uh, you know, it's painful walking mm -hmm. alone. And entrepreneurs uh, doesn't need to, to, to do this journey suffering. Uh, of course. Yeah, it makes, it makes sense. Of course. Uh, that's why you have the mentors to, you know, to pave the way <laughs> a little bit for you because they have done it or they know and they understand what could be the struggles and roadblocks. And so it's much easier to do this because being bold, I think it's some, uh, of course, you can have it as a personality trait, but also you also need support in the tough days <laughs> or in the tough times. Yeah. yeah, and in the last, I teach them that they must be kind with themselves, be grateful, and celebrate every victory, because every step is a victory, yeah. because some some of them came from zero, mm -hmm. and uh, they must celebrate it. So yes. this is our the some strategic that I share with them because all of these uh, are going to create value to the story, to the company stories. Mm -hmm. And also a bit of a mindset shift or the mindset that they need to be successful um, and to thrive in their, their journey. Um, so sometimes when, and you said before that, okay, those, you know, to be compliant, have compliance with the rules, you know, to the corporate governance. Because when we think about that, I at least thought about big corporations, like, okay, you need to comply with this. But even if you are a startup uh, with a team of, you know, five people, 10 people, you must comply uh, with the rules and, you, and that creates trust and that generates value to all the stakeholders. So you have to be also be trustworthy to someone that will are willing to invest in you. So what are the things that if I have a startup and I want to attract investors, what are the things that I should take care of so I can create that trust? So what could be your advice? Uh, my advice is uh, never try to attract investment without plan ahead your funding raise journey. Mm -hmm. uh, because there are a lot of entrepreneurs that just go to a pitch room and uh, say, I need, uh, I need funds. X amount uh, of but, money. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but they don't uh, plan ahead they they journey because raising funding uh, we have a different stage of mm -hmm. raising funding. So you must uh, plan ahead. The second one, uh, entrepreneurs must be open to learn about investors' profile, mm -hmm. mindset, and interests. Some of entrepreneurs just uh, focus on their own interests on attracting funds. They don't mm -hmm. understand investors' interests. So it's uh, very important to understand the investor interests because sometimes it doesn't match. You go for a room to pitch, but the majority of the investors are uh, focused and interest on investing in uh, uh, digital uh, business, mm -hmm. not in offline business. Mm -hmm. So it's like an example. Yeah. The third one, make sure your financial forecast uh, is accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, because the majority just uh, uh, just show the final forecast, but the majority don't understand and mm -hmm. uh, don't uh, demonstrate exactly how the investor are going to multiply their money. Mm -hmm. And the sec the the next is avoid raising funds from money laundering. Uh, it seems yeah. a basic one, but but it's not. <laughs> it's not the the majority forget about it. Just conduct a simple due diligence, yeah. you know. Uh, and the last one, never walk alone again. Uh, I have a lot of entrepreneurs, meetings uh, that they go for a room to negotiate with investor, and they go alone. Mm -hmm. And I say to them. Well, it's crazy. You must mm -hmm. go for negotiation with a legal advisor or a mentor mm -hmm. or a corporate governance advisor. Never go alone. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have the experience. You will don't, don't know how to ask uh, investments, uh, investors uh, questions, uh, concerns. Um, so, yeah. And also because we are talking about really young entrepreneurs, right? Uh, what is the average... Uh, age of an entrepreneur in, in Angola? You'd say it's 30, yeah. 37? Uh, 25, 26. 20, 25, yeah. 26. Whoa. Yeah, even uh, in, uh, because I'm also a mentor in Nigeria. Yeah. And even in Nigeria, you know, the average is like 27, 30. Yeah. But really young people. Yeah, yeah. So we will definitely not know how to deal with the uh, with the sharks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So of course, having a mentor can help, and having someone that provides legal legal advice. Um, and in terms of how a company communicates their value, what are the key points where you sh they should focus on communicating the value of the company? So there's of course. What's the expected revenue, you know, the plan and so on. Are there other aspects that we should consider to communicate the value of the company? Culture. Mm. Culture, yeah. Because uh, corporate governance, they, they it uh, reflects company culture. And as I said, uh, 
people have values and the people be connected with companies values and we have a lot of startups that uh, don't express very well the the value of internal culture of the company mm -hmm. uh you know is because people connected with, with it so i um, advise entrepreneurs to to be accountable and also transparent with their customers stakeholders and teams and also demonstrate with storytelling uh you know what they what the, what are the values yeah. what is the mission mm -hmm. vision and the values the culture and how it match with the strategic strategic plan and also with the goals they achieve yeah because, because sometimes yeah we connect with stories we connect with the reason why uh, the company was founded at the first start what is the mission behind and that of course interests um investors and people that will engage with the with the company in some some way so you're saying you know the storytelling having having a good uh you know backbone in terms of communication is also important because you can have the best products or service in the world but if you don't know how to communicate it no one will know right yes no one's value what is not uh, understood yeah and this is also where i think i help my my clients you know because most of them have you know a lot of expertise in something but the You know the way that they tell the the story. You know the the mission, the why, how they express, uh, how they express that value. Uh, sometimes it's not the best. So yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's a no. There was a cell phone. No worries. You know, we are we are doing this uh, live, and yeah. so yeah, Daniela. Um, so and in your um just let me go back into the the part where you were saying that it's a it's a it's a trust process and i think like just to 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 wrap up that part where when a startup wants to you know create a relationship with an investor it's not something that you sh you do at the first you know at the first uh, sight it's at the first moment it's a it's a relationship that is built So uh, you once said that uh, fun, r raising funds is like dating, right? It's yeah. Not, yeah, it's not, you don't just go there and ask someone to marry you before yeah. building trust. Yeah, sometimes it's not love at first sight. Mm -hmm. So you, you need to date, you need to understand the investor, you need to understand the uh very well yourself like an entrepreneur you know and uh, shine voice your value you know and because as i said uh, no one's value what they don't understand that's true totally true that's why it's need clarity uh when it comes to communicate your message and also confidence in confidence in the way you say it uh to transmit credibility that's what i really believe as well 
So, yeah, and Daniela, we uh, need to communicate our value in a daily basis. Um, how do you communicate your value? Do you have your own strategies? Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, my strategy is very, very simple. First, know about myself, know about my audience and delivery, the message, the, to the audience according to their needs to solve their problem. You know, it's the most effective communication for me because we are only able to communicate our value with confidence if we deeply know and understand our value and people needs. Uh, I learned it late, but it's not about us. It's about our audience needs. Uh, for example, uh, when entrepreneurs voice their value to investors, they need to understand about themselves and also what investors need to hear to move and make the investment. Mm -hmm. uh, because the investors, they are looking for great ideas, but also looking for ideas that multiply their money. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, ideas that really customers are looking for. Mm -hmm. So they must be ideas that really solve customers' problems. Yes. And I think it's also what you do every day. You know, you try to solve companies' problems and also in your yeah. in your job. So it's amazing to see also how you communicate so well this area where you also educate people for what is this thing that you do and also to for people to start stop seeing these things as boring, boring uh, stuff, but started to see as essential to create trust and also to help a company to communicate their value. And so it's such a pleasure to know more about you, about this area. Uh, thank you so much to be part of this podcast. And so where can people find you? Where do you hang on? People can find me on LinkedIn, Daniela Simão, uh, where I share a lot of content related to corporate governance, but I'm also uh, open uh, for people to reach me out. And uh, we talk about corporate governance for startups and small and medium companies. And thank you, Ines, uh, for this uh, podcast. And it was really amazing to share uh, with your audience about my passion and uh, why corporate governance is uh, essential because corporate governance is a, a never-ending story. So let's have uh, companies benefit from it. Yes, and thank you so much for accepting this challenge because it was your first podcast in English, and I really loved you know the way you said yes, let's do it. So thank you so so much. I really see, I really like to see my clients shine and you know to spread their message in the world. That's also my mission. So thank you so much, Daniela, for being being here. Thank you for listening. 
Now, I challenge you to implement right away one tip or strategy coming from this episode. If you want to know more about how to voice your value and prepare to challenges ahead, feel free to reach out and book a 30 minutes free call to discuss your goals with me. I would love to hear from you. And finally, always remember, your voice matters. Make sure you keep talking.